Hello, celestial citizens. I'm Helen Flourish, and welcome to Continuum. The universe is expanding, and so is the space industry. With all the new developments, announcements, and launches, it can be a lot to keep up with. So we're here to help. Continuum is a news outlet that's making space news relevant for the next generation and boldly challenging the status quo. Whether it's new discoveries and developments in technology or how what we're doing in space affects us here on Earth, we'll cover it all. Currently, we're posting our stories to our website, www.continuum-hq.com, and on our newsletter, which comes out every other week. Not only does our newsletter include links to our original features, but it also contains a rundown of some top headlines from the week, as well as recommended space reads from around the web. The video version of our show will return in the coming weeks, so keep your eyes out for the date of the next live stream. You can visit links to our website and find out how to subscribe to our newsletter in the episode description. Whether you're a space enthusiast or just starting to look up at the stars, we'll take the highlights from the week and share them for you here, as well as share our feature stories for the week. We are the outlet providing space news for everyone. So without further ado, here's Continuum. First up, let's take a look at some of the top headlines from this week. By the time this comes out, SpaceX's Crew-3 will have hopefully made a safe return to Earth, with splashdown being at around 12.30 a.m. Eastern Time. The crew consists of NASA astronauts Rajachari, Kayla Barron, Thomas Marshburn, and ESA astronaut Matthias Marer. Before leaving, Thomas Marshburn, the then commander of the ISS, handed the reins over to cosmonaut Oleg Artemyev. Both expressed the importance of cooperation and friendship. Crew 3 has been on the ISS since November 11th, and now it's time for them to come home. We're hoping for a safe return for all. Speaking of the ISS, there was some miscommunication of Russia's continued involvement with the orbiting lab. Last Saturday, headlines circulated stating that Russia would quit the ISS over the sanctions made against Russia due to its invasion of Ukraine. Roscosmos General Director Dmitry Rogozin stated that even though they weren't able to talk about it publicly, that the decision had been made and would tell their partners about the end of their work on the ISS within a year's notice. However, on Tuesday, NASA Administrator Bill Nelson stated in a Senate hearing that Russia would not be withdrawing from its partnership with the ISS after all. Nelson said that Rogozin's comments sparked misleading headlines and that NASA has had no indication that Roscosmos would be leaving the ISS. Time will tell if this remains to be true. Next up, another milestone in reusable rockets. On Monday, Rocket Lab launched 34 satellites into orbit and on its way back down, caught the first stage booster from their Electron rocket. How do you catch a rocket? The same way you catch a fish. The booster deployed two parachutes to slow its descent, at which point a helicopter with a long hook flew in to successfully catch it via its parachute line. So I guess not at all how you catch a fish. The chopper pilots ultimately dropped the booster into the ocean as they weren't satisfied with how they were flying with it in tow, but after several successful test catches and this most recent success, Rocket Lab is setting themselves up for more wins in the future. Now how about some Black Widows? In space? Sorta. A rare type of system was discovered 3,000 light years away from Earth a record-breaking Black Widow binary, which consists of a fast-spinning pulsar that steals or feeds off matter from a nearby star. This new Black Widow binary, 
ZTFJ1406 plus 1222, a name that rolls right off the tongue, is notable because of the distance between its two feeding stars. The two are locked in an orbital dance of just 62 minutes. However, Black Widow binaries usually produce some type of radiation, and so far, the team of researchers at MIT haven't detected any. We'll find out if this is something new entirely as scientists continue their research. And this week, Sierra Space unveiled new images of its first Dream Chaser space plane. Named Tenacity, the plane will be for ISS cargo missions. However, the company has visions beyond that usage. Ultimately hoping for crewed missions, and maybe even a national security variant, Sierra Space has big plans for its space planes down the line. With structural testing complete, Tenacity will move on to final integration and testing before being shipped to NASA's Neil Armstrong Testing Facility in Ohio in August. Big announcement this week from NASA, the agency has decided to extend the length of some of its current missions. The missions are the Mars Odyssey, Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter, MAVEN, Mars Science Laboratory, or the Curiosity Rover, InSight Lander, Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter, OSIRIS-REx, and New Horizons. This decision was made by over 50 reviewers composed of independent experts from academia, industry, and NASA. The OSIRIS-REx extension was particularly notable. After the craft delivers a sample of asteroid Bennu back to Earth in 2023, it will rebrand as OSIRIS-APEX and go out and study near-Earth asteroid Apophis. Apophis is notable due to its upcoming proximity to Earth. In 2029, people in Europe and Africa will be able to spot it with just the naked eye. That's also when Osiris Apex will make its approach. We'll check back in 2029 and let you know how it goes. It seems like Boeing's CST-100 Starliner capsule is still on track for launch on May 19th. The capsule was supposed to lift off on an uncrewed mission last August, but during pre-flight checks, it was revealed that more than half of the oxidizer valves were stuck. Boeing and NASA have worked on the problem for the past year, and now we're looking forward to seeing how the launch will go later this month. The Ingenuity helicopter on Mars sent back some stunning photos of what was left behind when Perseverance landed last year. Showing the remains of the parachute and the back shell that it deployed out of, NASA hopes to glean more information from the wreckage. Ian Clark, a former JPL engineer, said that studying the pictures will either reinforce that our systems worked as we think they worked, or will, at the very least, provide even one data set of engineering information they can use for Mars sample return planning. And lastly, for James Webb news, the telescope is now fully focused and aligned. In the next few months, scientists will check that all the instruments on the JWST are properly calibrated. But having reached the end of the telescope alignment phase with no issues, we're really excited to see what images James Webb will be sending back soon. And this week from the Continuum Desk, our own feature stories. The first. You may have heard all the tweets and seen the headlines about an orbital probe of Uranus. And it's true, the planetary decadal has indicated that we should be doing more research on our outermost planets, and the rings and moons that orbit them. In our story, We Are Going to Uranus, But Its Satellites Might Be Just As Interesting, by Jackie Apple, we'll dive into why the planet's smallest and innermost moon, Miranda, and its unique surface has scientists excited. One even calling it an absolute f**k-up of a satellite. And next, how are we thinking about living on the moon? In ESA's Approach to Lunar Infrastructure by Rahul Rao, we take a look at three different ways ESA and some of their back-end experiments will serve as a guide to one day living on the moon. From oxygen creation to lunar homes, check out the full story to see what we'll need to one day be living la vida lunar. 
that's it for this week. Again, if you want to read the full stories, check out our website, continuum-hq.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at continuum.hq and Twitter at continuum underscore HQ. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you can stay up to date with what's going on in space. And while you're there, leave us a review so others can find us as well. And of course, subscribe to our Continuum newsletter on Substack for curated space news content. Tune in two weeks from now to keep up to date with all the cool stuff happening in that big, beautiful cosmos we're all floating around in. Continuum, one giant leap every other week. <laughs>